Thank me later, yeah, I know what I said. But later doesn't always come, so instead. Yes, sir, I'm ready. I'm ready. ready. All right, cool. Well, we, we're here. We are back. We are live. What up, y'all? This is the Thank Me Later podcast. I don't know what episode this is. So I'm I think here. we're 17. We're Maybe. 17. Maybe. Yeah, we're... But check it out. <laughs> this is your boy, Nutty. And Slow Jam Philly. Man, listen, um, we are back. We are ready to dive into some things, man. We've been, we've been wanting to record for a while, but I want to um, give some congratulations to my cousin because the reason we have yeah. recording is he has been training to become an official life coach, which he has done. Yeah. Um, we're give a round of applause for that. Phil is officially hey, a certified life coach. So if any of y'all need direction in life, you need some advice on what you don't, you can't figure it out. You just can't do it yourself. We'll have a link eventually in the lifestyleeverything.com website it's, where you can hit up Phil and, and get to it. It's coming soon, y'all. Hey, I love y'all. Appreciate the support. Um, I'll do 10 minute um, talks now, but after that, I got to start charging. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> after 10 minutes, it's possible. Um, also, we want to give another shout out. Congratulations to one of our best friends, Miss Kristen Ale. Oh, yeah. Engaged over the weekend. Shout out to you, Kristen. Shout out to Queen Chris. K. Um, we love y'all, man. Congratulations. Congratulations, um, guys. Beautiful thing. Um, so, yeah, so we are here. Um, we're not going to have any hot takes because the hottest take we could jump on right now is um, what is going on in these streets, man, um, with the, uh, the, the heavy, heavy, heavy in the news with uh, police officers um, killing unarmed black people. Um, if you have not seen any of this, you're obviously living under a rock or you just don't care. Right. So on every news channel, 24-7, it's being talked about more than COVID-19. That's what's crazy. COVID-19 yeah. is taking over the world, yet here we are in 2020 talking about cops murdering right. Black people and not much is happening. So right. that's what you see. You see you know, people taking to the streets and and you know protesting and and letting their voices be heard and just going off like people tired and looting and everything yeah everything. and so i was thinking about it it's crazy because i watched the rodney king um documentary on netflix Thanks. last night okay. yep. um and i was like literally i felt like that is happening now or it's coming to that point literally and so I like, I, of course, I knew everything, and but I watched. And I'm like, they're breaking down buildings, burning cars, breaking into buildings, stealing. They're literally doing what's happening now. Mm -hmm. Literally doing what's happening now. And mind you, I would never do that because that's not me. But who am I? I can't say all oh, those people are hooligans or whatever. Just for the simple fact that I don't know. Everybody can't control rage. Like I know for the past couple weeks or whatever i've been feeling angry just seeing stuff so i had to take a break like i like it's killing my spirits to see this stuff as a black man so every for the world for people who's been going through it for years or people who see it and they just don't know how to release i don't say i get it and i don't and because i don't understand but in a way it's like what do you expect them to do at this point 
when the system has failed them, police officers have failed them. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else for them to do, especially if it's their family member. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, what if it was you and something happened to you? I know I'd go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I had to whoop a cop or, you know, take it to certain measures, it's like you don't even think about because you don't want to think about that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, yes, we're level-headed. But not saying that other people aren't level-headed, but it's like, I don't have nothing to lose at this point. There's not, there's not, no, no changes coming. Like, I'm just going to erupt. And some mm-hmm. people are erupting. So, I mean, mind you, of course, like, again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, but I'm like, okay, I'm trying to look at it from a different point of view. Because, yeah. again, I'm a black man and I know I feel angry. And, yeah. you know, I feel uneasy sometimes. So I can understand how some other people feel. Yeah. And see, where, 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 I guess my thought is so you and you mentioned the the level headedness because I feel like even when it comes to the people who are defacing property or doing the looting, the funny thing is like with you saying level head like I feel like we are as level headed as we could possibly be right, and what's funny is my mind has been triggered at times where like and this has nothing to do with this stuff, but just to give you an idea of the mindset of what could, what could be going through your mind when in a, in a situation that's similar. So I remember times where being a teenager where, you know, and again, I was, I was a great student, great athlete, did not get into a lot of trouble, Right. but I had friends, let's say I was with a friend of mine or two, a couple of friends going to the liquor store and Mm -hmm. I see my homie grab something. Right. And they're not paying attention. Shit, I'm gonna grab something just because <laughs> you know the opportunities there. Right, right. So in a situation like this, you could have as many level-headed people as possible. But if you got somebody who's literally doing something like that, running into a store, grabbing TV, the only thing that could be going through your mind could be shit. This is just an opportunity right. that triggers your mind to want to go do that. Not necessarily has nothing to do with what's going on, but. I'm just saying that that can be triggered because, you know, it's, it just happens to be an opportunity at right. a time where like this is going on. So I don't condone it. I get what can trigger that for some people, but um, at the same time, you know what I mean? It also could just be where people are just fed up and they're like, man, fuck, fuck the well, system. Fuck the system's failed them. Yeah. Like, the system's failed them for many years. The system's failed us for years. Like, what are they supposed to do at this point? Like, it's like a cry for attention. Like, hey, mm-hmm. y'all hey. not going to pay attention, so we're going to make y'all pay attention. We're going to make you pay attention. So I ask any anybody, especially white people who are like, oh my gosh, they're animals, whatever, understand where they're coming from and put yourself in that position if it was a family member or whatever, the amount of rage and the things that would ha- like you would feel. And again, it's not justifying it, but people got to understand like this time is, is like crazy to me and I don't get uneasy a lot. I'm always positive, but it's like, I can't watch no more videos. Like I'm not going to watch no more videos for a minute. Like I just can't because it's breaking my heart because the simple fact that this is still going on in 2020 and it's literally because of the color of your skin that's literally like that's that's what's so mind-boggling to me and that's what leaves me like so stuck like we're still going through this there's literally still people that think that you should be less than or you don't deserve the same opportunities or you don't deserve to eat or you don't deserve to live because you were born a certain color 
Mm-hmm. So it's literally that simple. And that's what angers me. And that's what bothers me. And for white people to not, some white people to not be aware or for them to not understand what, what's going on, that's literally your privilege right there. Mm-hmm. That's your privilege showing because it's not rocket science. It's- and every time they see a video or every time something happens, they try to justify it by saying, I don't care if this man just robbed a liquor store. Cool. Send him to jail. Let him do his year or however much he going to do. Bam, he learned his lesson. Just because he, someone robs a liquor store or commits a crime does not mean that they should die. Mm-hmm. There's, like, so there's, multiple, <laughs> so there's multiple points I was going to jump. So in FYI, the, the, the documentary we are talking about is on Netflix. It's called LA-92. LA-92. If you don't know what it's about, it basically covers the, which honestly, the Rodney King situation was in most recent history, the, you know, one of the biggest filmed cases of police brutality. They whooped this man's ass for about 15 minutes, beat his ass, did, and with, you know, just a, a regular good Samaritan across the freeway. Literally. He so, got film the whole thing they know. this man like they beat you listen. and and that's where before you go i don't want it to come to that because yeah. that's where it's going it's like it's gonna become like a real race war but like especially if white people because white, especially because the some white people you know the mm-hmm. trump supporters and the ones who who are racist or who who don't support black lives matter movement they're out there you know they just talking crazy crazy and it's going to get to the point where y'all going to start getting whooped on the streets. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to start taking it to officers at these rallies. If there is 100 officers and there's tens of thousands of people, they're going to start jumping on these officers. These officers were scared to go to the riots in L.A. because mm-hmm. they were scared for their lives. They got called out. From, like, what was it? What was it? Uh, Norman, was it Crenshaw Normandy or yeah. whatever it was, the cross street? Yeah. Cops were there to defuse this, defuse the situation and got called out because the, the departments were in fear for those cops. Yeah. Because that's people didn't, because people, and that's, the, and that's where it's going to start. It's going to, people didn't care. I like, think, Oh, what you going to do? You're going to arrest me. Okay. You're going to, my other 20 homies behind me, you arrest me. They jumping on you. Exactly. Like that's like, the, that's where, we're and that's getting. what I'm saying. That's what we're getting to these call, the, Okay. Y'all want to beat us up and not have remorse for our lives. We're not going to have remorse for your life. We just ain't going to, we just going to stop caring. And then it's just going to be crazy because they're just going to start whooping cops. People, more people are going to be dying. And it, mm-hmm. that's what I don't get why it should get to that point. I'm just so confused why there's so much hate in the world. Like, I'm just literally confused about that. But go yeah. on what you were saying. But. Yeah. So to give you guys some context, just in case you're not up to any of this stuff, because I mean, I'll tell you, me and Phil are, you know, we're – we 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 know our history. We do our right. homework when it comes to shit like this. So just to give you guys some context, if you are unaware, Rodney King got his ass beat by cops on camera in 1992. Um, the cops that did this, the four cops that did this, went on trial for it and got they didn't get convicted. They got off. They got off um, with the video, mind you. Um, L.A. burned for three days straight burned like literally burned i mean i'm telling you these people got fed up and protested downtown la 
in the hood and just went went off. So what we're trying to get people to understand is that that probably was the tip of the iceberg. That then was, you know, a a point of frustration that goes beyond just 92. That was like, you know, y'all been kicking our asses forever. Forever. Been on video now and you're still not doing nothing? Okay, boom, this is where we at. Today we're in 2020 and we got a list of people. We just want, we're going to mention a few names, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Robert Fuller, Ray Sharbrooks. All of these names, these black people, within the last couple of months. And these are recent, not murdered. to mention everybody else. Trayvon Martin, like Trayvon going, Martin. Deep, going deeper, you know. Unlawfully murdered by police. And of these current cases, um, well, the cops for George Floyd, eventually, when people went to the streets and got, you know, started making noise, got arrested and are going to go on trial. And the, 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 the white people that killed Ahmaud Arbery have been arrested. But these other cases have yet to make an arrest for it. So what you're seeing is civil disobedience from a group of people who are sick of this sick and tired of this and and have a reason to be sick of this and are trying to get people to understand what is going on. And I actually had a really good, um, really good dialogue. And, and we, we're not slamming all white people because there are some good people who are do, sure. who understand and are at the front lines with it. And, and shout out to the white people who are at the front lines and asking questions. Definitely. Who, who are opening, like who, who are, who are actually your mindset. seeing it. Um, yeah. and, and, the, and shout out to the ones who are even just open to the dialogue because so many times on social media, somebody will post something because I just, I just watched a, a really good video from Andrew Schultz, the comedian. Mm -hmm. um, he's posted some really good ones recently. If you haven't seen them, go to uh, Andrew Schultz's Instagram. But he posted one recently, um, and I happened to see a comment from um, a white lady who said she was a conservative, and you know, but she, amongst other conservatives that she knows, were outraged by this. And I'm not gonna, I'm trying not to read the whole thing, um, but um, this is what she commented. She said. Um, Every conservative I know, including me, is extremely upset about the murder of George Floyd. We are extremely upset about the tyrannical governors who have shut down our states and our economy. Now, with that, I didn't, you know, I didn't read that in any bad way, um, but I, I did comment just to see, because, you know, you get on social media and all hell could break loose where somebody could just go off and just start talking crazy and, you right. know, social media they don't care right. i actually had some really good dialogue with this woman because i commented back and basically just said you know that the point when it because he was because andrew schultz was going you know talking about how conservatives just seem like they don't give a shit. they're more concerned about wanting to go get their hair done right rather than watching a black man get murdered and stuff right. like that. so this wasn't that woman's point but she was also but she also mentioned that so i was just letting her know like listen um to your point i was like i appreciate you being upset about it but you know what the point andrew schultz was making was that you know you can be upset but we need you people to to act to do something because us black people we can be mad and take the streets all we want to and mm -hmm. and you know just continue this cycle but until people like you actually care mm -hmm. and join us in this fight ain't a damn thing gonna come about it yeah 
And, you know, this woman totally agreed. She's like, I understand, you know, and, you know, she's like, I'm all for police reform and all this and that. So it's, there's good people out there. Just want to put that out Mm -hmm. there. There's good people on both sides because at, at at this point, it's not a political thing. Yeah. It's literally about life and death. And, and to see someone who has these conservative values probably voted for Trump. I was like, listen, we can, we can argue politics all the live long day. Let's talk about living and dying because of the color of our skin. Hate, hate. versus love. And I mean, racism versus and she's uh, open to it. And she's open to it. And those are the people who we appreciate. So, yeah. you know, I just want to put that out there. Shout out to that, to that lady. Um, I, 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 all the I, others. Yeah, I wondered if there was like, if there's more black judges or are there even black judges on these cases and if the verdict would be different. Um, I also wonder, it's just, it irks me because these cops, they don't get sentenced or they get a little tap on the wrist. And it's literally because you think about, oh, they have families, they have kids. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. They made the biggest mistake. But if the roads were reversed, mm-hmm. you act like these people who are getting shot don't have kids, don't have family. Like, don't, like, and that's, it just really bugs me how you can really look at, like, if you, two people stand side by side, mm-hmm. same conviction, same everything, and you can punish one more than the other, specifically off of their skin color. Mm-hmm. If one guy shoots up a bank, you'll come, a black guy shoots up a bank, you'll come kill him. If a white guy shoots up a bank or a school, you'll come debrief the situation and walk him out. Walk him out, no, no problem, no, no nicks or scratches, no nothing on him, and arrest that's, him. That's it. Like, that's, like, I just don't, and that's why I keep saying I don't understand. Like, I understand what's going on, but I'm really confused as to how someone cannot see this. Like, that's, how it, and that's why I'm not excusing ignorance no more. Like, I'm literally going to start being outspoken. Like, because if you can sit here and if I have a conversation with a white person and they try to play devil's advocate or try to bring up George Floyd's uh, criminal record. Conversation's over. Like that. The, I'm, I'm going in because yep. it literally has nothing to do with that. Yep. And that's what bothered me about Candace Owens. Like, for her to even be a black woman. Like, I'm sure, I don't even know about her. I just see her just, oh, I, do. I just see her coonery on, online, but I don't know about, she probably would a white dude, I'm guessing. Probably raised by white dudes, been around white people her whole life. She probably voted for Trump if I had to guess, but I think she did anyways, am I correct? You're right. Yeah. So for her to say those things, it's like, and then what are you saying? Like, she said, and, I, and her and there was another black woman in New York talking about things that don't matter right now. Bringing up, she said, um, George, she brought up George uh, Floyd's um, criminal record, criminal mm-hmm. history, said black men are making him seem like some hero. Nobody ever, black people are making him seem like some hero. Nobody's ever, nobody ever said he was a hero. Mm-hmm. But we, there needs to be justice. Nobody ever said that. So she's putting words in our mouth or miss conceptualizing what the whole thing is. Mm-hmm. And then another black lady said, why don't you handle, she's like, handle your communities. Uh, there's black people dying in Chicago every day. There's one black kid dying in Chicago every day. And again, so to touch on those things, she was like, you guys don't care about anything unless it's uh, white on black crime, 
but what about black people killing black people and all that stuff. So let me just get to this lady because this is fresh in my mind who said the blacks are killing in the neighborhoods. If a neighborhood, and then she said, oh, white people are dying more or with, by white people um, every day. So just in case anybody are thinking these things or want to throw these statistics at us, white people make up the, more than the population of the world. Okay? Mm-hmm. So of course they're going to die more and kill each other more because that white people are around white people. Understand that. There's so, more of you. There's more of you. a lot. Like statistics, of course, are going to show more of them because there's more of you. Okay. And then to go to the black neighborhoods. Yes, that needs to be tackled. No, no black person will deny that. Like we need to handle that situation in our black neighborhoods and we're, we're trying, but again, if black people are in the low economic and then you start going to systematic racism, low economic neighborhoods where they're all around each other. Okay. They don't have much. Okay. They're in gangs. They're in all of these things. Okay. Again, black people are going to kill black people because that's all they see. They're not going out of their neighborhood, going to the suburbs like, oh, hey, let me kill white people or, hey, let me do it with my issues. Like, no, that is what is there is there. So they're going to kill each other. Not saying that it's right. Mm-hmm. Again, and that's another thing that the black community has to tackle. But again, they have lower funds. They don't have opportunities. They don't have anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Their exposure is to violence mm-hmm. since they were born. Mm-hmm. but they that's all they're exposed to is violence what are you expecting mm-hmm. okay so please stop throwing these stats like like that matters in the situation nobody is staying on course candace owens is not staying on course the other black lady who was in new york or whatever they're not staying on what is going on right now and that's what confuses me mm-hmm. george floyd got killed by an officer okay who was kneeling on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds or something. Okay. He told him he couldn't breathe. He told him he started crying out for his mom. He couldn't breathe. He was detained. He wasn't a threat. There was no reason for this man to treat him like that, treat him like an animal. Mm -hmm. So if you're not addressing that point at hand, you're missing the whole thing. Missing the And that's what I, and that's what I don't get. It's like people try to create these false narratives when nobody is outraged about, are we talking about the black community right now? And that's what I'm saying. People go all over the place. We're not talking about the black community, Danny. We're not talking about whites killing whites. We're not talking about blacks killing blacks. We're not talking about, because again, that goes into the whole systematic racism. That's a whole nother branch. We're specifically talking about the brutality of police, which history shows how they treat black men opposed to other races. Mm-hmm. Okay. How we are killed. We're treated like animals. We don't get the same convictions. Like white people get less, lesser convictions for the same crime as black people do. Mm-hmm. Literally that's all we're talking about. So if you're not coming to talk to me about that situation at hand, get out my face, get out my face. Like the, the funny there's no thing, point in talking. The funny thing is the people who, who bring up, black on black crime what what's what's what 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 kills that conversation quickly is is that crime in general is not a community's issue crime is for the police to deal with whether it's black on black white on white white on black makes crime is for is a policeman's job to deal with what 
is not a policeman's job is to murder people. Right. They take an oath to serve and protect. Protected. When they when they break that oath, that's where you see the disconnect. Stop mentioning black on black crime. It's not my job to go out there and convince or confiscate people's guns to prevent them from doing crime in a neighborhood. That's a cop's job. What's not a cop's job is to murder people for no reason at all. Like that's what that's that's the disconnect. So anyone that brings up, oh, what about you don't get upset with black on black crime? We do get upset. But guess what? That's not our job to 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 deal with or fix. It's it's literally starts at the top of the system that's broken. So don't come at us and say, oh, black on black crime, that's you know, y'all need to fix that first. No, the system needs to be fixed. So that everybody has an equal playing equal field. playing field. And then let's see how things work. Let's right. see if, if, we, if, you, if white people out there had a disproportionate level of, of wealth as we do as black people, and there were uh, as many ghettos and hoods for white people. For white people. And, mm -hmm. and let's see how that would work. Because right. the very few places out there where all these rednecks are, Oh, trust me, those white people out there killing each other. <laughs> you think they not? You think the 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 dudes that live in trailers in the trailers uh, in, in, in the yeah. middle of bum Wyoming yeah. aren't out there going out there and on mess shooting other white people? Of course they are. It just <laughs> doesn't happen at the same level because there's more ghettos for black people and not as many for white people. So you Great. dumbasses that keep doing this. I just don't care. Understand it's police. It's a cop's job to manage crime. It's our job because we pay taxes for these cops to have a job. It's our job to police them so that they can do, so that they need to be doing the job that they're doing, not murdering us. Preach. So get that bullshit out your head. Like black on black crime, white on white crime. The, the word behind that crime, understand that. I'm not a cop. <laughs> I'm not driving through neighborhoods to see what gang is doing what, or that's a policeman's job. But understand, it's also not a policeman's job to murder people. And that's what we've been seeing. And that's what I don't. And that's why the world is going to keep burning until you get it. And then people who, who just watch it, on, and, that, and that irks me too. You, you, you're not helping anything. And people don't understand, like, everybody has to come together, like, for the ones like I'll get them, I'll get on my white friends, anybody, and like they'll just be chilling at home. And people chill at home, go on about their lives, don't do nothing about it, don't mm -hmm. post nothing, don't raise awareness. You're just a part of the problem. Like as long as you're good, as long as you're good, it don't matter about the world. Yep. It don't matter about the world burning. Like it don't matter about nothing. I don't want to have those com tough conversations with maybe uh, another white family member of mine or another white friend of mine because I don't want to cause tension and you know any of that stuff like mm -hmm. they just don't want to do it so it's just like alright cool I'm going to live in my bubble cool as long as we good then no I mean. action needs to be taken but as soon as it affects you or your community or your area all of a sudden action is going to want to be taken wow. and that's what I want and that's what I want white people to think about who are just living their life going on about their business because it's not affecting them 
if it does affect you, what what would you do if it affected you or your family member? Mm-hmm. You would want action, right? You would want action to be taken, right? Swift action at that. You want not, right now. Right there. You're not just going to sit up in your house going about your day, you know, living your nice home or whatever, and one of your family members are dead or somebody got convicted of a crime or they burn it, they start burning in your neighborhood right next door, right? Mm-hmm. Are you still going to be sitting there chilling all good? No, no, you're not. So just think about that when you're sitting and on your privilege and you're like, I'm sitting on my privilege, I'm cool. Like, no, think about that. And us as black men, we're just tired. Like, we're literally just tired of having to explain this, even have to go through this. I'm tired of seeing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tired of all of it. Like, I don't even want to see it. Like, I just need to just take a break, refresh, and refocus. But I'm never going to stop fighting for, for black people because I yeah. am black. And, I'm, and even if I wasn't black, I'm never going to stop fighting for equality because why would I want to live in a world like that? It's just crazy. I never thought in my lifetime as an adult that I'd, I'd be going through this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We, we, when we grew up going to school, we'd learn about the Malcolm X's and Martin Luther King's and what they fought for, what they went through and seeing them marching and to be 35 now and being in that same is it just, it literally just shows you how far we have yet we haven't gone like yeah. we're not that far like for like 400 years of of oppression 400 years sounds like a long time but the fact that we're still at a point of having to fight for simple equalities just to be just for our lives to be valued the same Mm-hmm. as other people the fact that we're still having to do that blows my mind but just like yeah. phil said that it you know if if it if it don't happen in our lifetime we still gonna be the ones still having to fight for it so that yeah. eventually at some point this gets right um so yeah you know we we just we definitely wanted to touch on that we wanted to acknowledge those recent cases i mean there's i mean it seems like there's happening every single day where there's yeah. some bullshit going on um but um but yeah man the fight is it's just not gonna stop we're gonna keep going um our social medias are gonna continue to be flooded with you know anti bullshit like it unfollow us seriously you know the the, the rate the racial the racial issues you know this is we're this is legit like we're in anti-racism that's where things yeah. are you're either against racism or if you have to say, you know, get to your, get to your point and say, but you're a racist. I don't give a damn. Right. Like there's no conversation to be had. There's no, Oh, but no, you, you're racist. Period. Anti, anti-racism. I'm gonna get a shirt made. Anti-racism. Which side are you on? You better pick wisely because we get into that point where we go start people up. Like I'm, it's not a game no more. Like these rednecks out here talking about, oh, if they defund the police, you know, we'll, this is our calling. We'll come. They did not stop inventing guns when they made yours. Right. So white people, that's a, a, a clear shout out to you that if you think you're going to be in these streets trying to shoot people, we got guns too. And they're just as fast. So we'll just, we'll leave that there, man. Um, let's jump on something a little more lighthearted. Uh, Phil posted a funny ass video on his Twitter that a couple of our friends then posted on Instagram that I stole and I watched. I could not believe what the f- 
I was hearing come out this chick's mouth. Um, we're going to go ahead and post the clip and we're going to talk about it. So go ahead and take a listen to this. Broke when I meet you, you don't stand a chance. Because. What's broke to you? What is defined broke? You make less than double what I make. Less than double. Yes. Okay. It's not a, it's not a shit ton. Okay. But you should be making double what I make. That being said, it's because I've held broke men down. I've been played by broke men. Okay. And personally, it doesn't pay off. So I won't do it again. And it is what it is. It's not hard to find someone who makes twice what I make. I personally attract people who make like a whole spectrum. That being said, if you are broke and I choose to deal with you, I will belittle you. It is what it is. And All right. So that was the the clip we were talking about phil one where in god's name did you find this video and two do we know who this woman is so i can ask her a couple questions i have no clue i mean i probably gotta look at my twitter um, <laughs> but i don't know her name i didn't even pay attention to her name i just watched it i was strolling somebody had retweeted it and i had to retweet it just because i couldn't believe the buffoonery that i was hearing so it was like <laughs> And, and that's what I literally am left. I've been left in awe and confusion lately. <laughs> like where everything's going on and how someone's thought process and they can be serious. So can serious. really be like that. She's so serious. Like if you guys listen to the clip, it's like, so you're telling me you're basically going to be little a man. And, and for the ones who aren't confident, that's what messes with man's ego. Like, I'm confident. So, I mean, that video does, doesn't affect me or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there, she's not the only woman to think like that. Of course not. And for the men who might make less or who are trying to make it or, you know, who are trying to get on the right track, you know, whatever. And they're going to feel like they're belittled. And that already messes with the man's pride. So now you're trying to belittle him. And you say you got to make two much, two much, or how much, what did she say? Double. Double what I what make. she makes. So if that's the case, or her, she considers you broke. From her, I believe, I literally believe she makes no less than 40K a year. Easy. Or 20K. So I'm thinking, so in my head, I'm thinking, okay, because only, I feel like only a broke woman would talk like that. But then I'm like, no, there might be another woman who, who makes money, who just wants a baller, or who just wants somebody in the league or some, a doctor to take care of her. But I feel like, but I feel like if a woman has money like that she got her own she's not yeah, worried about the man she's not tripping about that right and that's what i think that's why i'm like this chick has to make 40k or less but again that's what common sense would tell us right i don't know if this chick got common sense literally like common sense would tell us that if she has her own she wouldn't think this way but listening to this chick i don't think she has much common sense like it, it's 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 insane to me like i'll be like i would oh my god i wish i could like i as much as i would want to come across a karen right now <laughs> i would love to sit down with this woman and and just ask her some questions because there there has to be a longer conversation because the dude sitting there had a look on his face just like me like yeah he was like are you crazy like are you serious right now and you guys to be so like I feel like we're gonna like I'm this particular 
clip of the podcast. We're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit this one. I'm gonna post this one on on the LUP because we're gonna talk about this. I yeah. need to know. I need to know if women really feel this way, and to, I, I pray that the women who do aren't scared to say it because you know some people could see it and not want to want this to be known about themselves and right. not want to say it. But if you truly feel this way, I want to hear about it. But it's like. It's insane to me for a woman, just people in general, to feel this way when it comes to money. Like your dating preferences are wrapped around what somebody makes. What if the, what if the nigga treats you good? What if he makes people you don't happy? Understand that. What if he makes you smile? What if your day is better simply because of this brother? But you don't want to give him a chance because he doesn't make double what you make. Again, like Phil said, this chick probably makes 40K. So if he don't make 80, he's broke. Come on. Like this is, it's. And for her, even, <sighs> even the fact, I'm not even knocking people who make 40K or less, whatever. Not it's, even. It's your, it's your life. But for you to say that, like, and that's what's crazy. And that's what our generation does. And that's why half of them ain't in relationships who say they want. If you, if you, I guarantee you she's not in a relationship. Fuck no, she's guarantee. not. Guarantee. <laughs> guarantee you she's not in a relationship. And I guarantee you half the women who want to get taken care of by a dude or whatever, they're not in relationships either. No. And if they are, hey, more power to you. You found what you were looking for. But I guarantee you your relationship is not based off of love. It's not based off the, mm -hmm. the core fundamentals to keep a relationship. And that's why you see the women who chase after money, they break up. Yeah, they might get a baller, baller, especially if you look good. Like if you're yeah. fine, you look good. You're going to get some, some athlete or somebody to take care of you for a minute. You look good. And then once they realize that, hey, my relationship is only centered around money and what I can do for you, and you're not bringing nothing to the table besides sex and your good looks, they're going to treat you as such. As such, because that is what the relationship is centered around. Mm -hmm. Or they're going to leave you, or it's just going to be like, okay, cool, I'm going to go do my thing. Bam, I got a fine chick on my arm. Give her what she needs. She give me what she we, we need. But there's no core fundamentals there. Whatever you start out with the core fundamentals, that's going to be the basis your, of your relationship right moving there. forward. That, like, and, and that type of chick, she will be the one that, you know, again, Ain't nobody knocking nobody that makes 40K. 40K in today's world, you're doing well. We're knocking this chick for thinking that 40K ain't enough to be with somebody. But what the, the funny thing is, I guarantee you that if this chick is making 40K and she lands herself a baller, she will be the one, which is probably why she's single, because I guarantee you, her, her feeling this way, she's probably dated athletes before. Sure. Sure. But I guarantee you, she's probably the one that probably will want to, to make the rules. Like, no, bitch. you don't make. He got the money. That's what you wanted. So now you got to deal with it. And him, him probably being like, well, you ain't on my level, so I can do what I want to do. I can do what I want. And she probably didn't like that. So therefore, stop trying to date out your tax bracket if you can't handle what comes with that. Right. Because you ain't bringing nothing to the table. Like, yeah. you're, not, you're not doubling up his money. You're just a pretty face. And pretty faces come a dime a dozen. So unless you're bringing something to the table, you're going to get treated as you should because what That's you're looking sense. for is the money. 
and you're going to be treated like an object because that's all you are to him if you ain't bringing nothing to the table. The women who get treated right that are actually looking for it got their own and bring some to the goddamn table. Ladies, just a little insight. Like a man, like granted, ladies, you should be one of the, again, you guys are queens. You guys should be one of want to be taken care of men we should want to take care of you but you're more susceptible to be taken care of if you're working towards something that you got your own like i'm gonna take care of you just because i want you in my life i see your drive like i see you supporting me like i see you got your own like i want to take care of you especially because i love you and you necessarily don't need me Mm. if i feel like you're literally dependent on me for your success, for your well-being, for you to live, for your happiness. Real men aren't going to like that. It's going to turn us off right away. And then all of a sudden, you just become an object. Boom. Bam. And then if a man does get with you and it's like that, it's like, what do I want? Like, I want to raise kids with you. I want my daughter. I got to think about kids. Like, I want my daughter to just be dependent on a man her whole life. And say she can get, like, what? Like, because real ones are going to take care of you regardless because that's what we do. Like, we're going to take care of you. And you got your own. I got my own. Cool. If I got it and my girl has drive or whatever, I might even be like, I mean, some men might be like, hey, baby, you ain't even got to work. But the fact that that I know that you can work, you can do what you need to do, you can do this. And you're choosing not to. And you're Right. (laughs) Miss me with that bullshit. Like, nah. We, like, real ones want, we, like, again, Phil said, there's not a man in this world who, if he truly loves a woman, would not do anything for her. It's the ones that show that they deserve that, that get that. Not the ones who want that and ain't bringing a goddamn thing to the table. You ain't getting it. Like, if you trying and you you got aspirations or you or your career is is you know you know you're driven for that and it's meant for you and you know we see that you, you'll get the world at your feet but for a woman like that to be talking that crazy in public the internet don't delete like that's out there now and a brother's going to see that and I know what kind of brother you're going to end up with. And that's, you know, tough for you, but you shouldn't be out there saying no crazy. He got him. He got to make double to me or I'm going to belittle him. You got some nerves. I'm going to find, I'm gonna the, find sugar daddy, the sugar daddy's going to come running though. Cause they're going to, Oh like, yeah. Hey, I ain't got nothing. Okay. Let me give you a little bit. Let me buy you a little, yeah, little bag. She, she you give me, good. you give me sex, you give me this. And you know, it's basically a trade. And if you want, it's basically a trade. And if you want your whole life to be like that, man, to man, bless never you. have stable love, hey, so God be it. God bless you. <laughs> so be it. Because that's what it's looking like for her. That's what and it's going. Any funda- relationships are built off of fundamental principles off of what you make your relationship be. Mm-hmm. Just so people understand that. If my relationship is based off of sex, let's say control, alcohol, money, whatever it is, that is going to be the basis. That is the layout of that's your relationship. That's the blueprint of your relationship. Moving forward. Yep. Literally, yep. that's how it's going to be moving forward. I just want people to understand that. Yep. So, so whatever you're so presenting. It starts with, so if going into it, you're like, oh, he makes double what I make. Cool. Your relationship is f***ed already. 
because the basis, one of the base principles is now money. And if money ever becomes an issue, that's what you're going to be fighting over. So tough for you, chick. I'm going to find you, FYI. I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to invite you to an episode of the podcast. He's going to find you, too. And we're going to talk about this because I need to, you know, you got to convince me that that whatever you're saying makes sense. I honestly would love to have her on, though. I would love to. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even go in. I would just sit there. And yeah. When people I watch, like, I would literally just be like, "Oh my gosh." No, I wanted to. I would. I want her because if she's bold enough to say some shit like that, I want her to convince me why. Yeah. I should date you, because I guarantee I know I make double than what she makes. Right. <laughs> like that's just you know based <clears throat> off of that conversation, you know obviously you don't want to judge a book by its cover, but damn that. I could guarantee you I make double what you make. So therefore, you tell me why I should date you based on that. And that alone. Because that's what that's what that whole conversation is about. Like she didn't say nothing about how he treats you. She didn't say nothing about love. Your number one priority to her is you gotta make double what I make. So convince me of why I should date you. So I can understand why, and then just we can break it down from there. But uh, God bless to that woman. God bless to whoever thinks like that. Um, Phil, let's close this episode out. What you got? Hey, what do I have? I ain't got nothing. I just love y'all. That's it, man. We we touched a lot today, man. Yeah, we did. Like it was just great. It was just a great conversation, man. I just feel like it need needed to be talked about. Thank y'all for listening and supporting, man. Keep supporting us, man. We are going to listen uh, again. You know, Phil is a certified life coach. Um, We we're going to be like, there's so much we're going to be doing. Like this quarantine time has really given us the opportunity to figure out what we really want lifestyle to be. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's, there's some things coming. I mean, can, can we, can we talk about a few few things if we can for a minute? Sure. I mean, other just than give him a little bit, just give yeah. him a little bit. So, other than you know, obviously, we're going to be tweaking the website and adding um, Phil's um, life coaching, coaching services services on there. Um, we also are going to be launching uh, Le Sports real soon, where um, we are going to basically take what we've learned in our athletic worlds and. And and give this, you know, give the training, the wisdom, the the opportunity to to develop some some stars in in mm-hmm. basketball, baseball, and football. Um, so that should be coming, probably hopefully the middle of the summer by July, yeah. when people are allowed to be out again. Um, so there's Ellie Sports, uh, and then also uh, we're gonna be now that things are slowly opening back up, man. We are going to get back to doing um, our uh, our social mixers, man. We we've been yeah. networking, networking all across the country, uh, different cities, different states, to um, you know get more, you know, like-minded people, more entrepreneurs, uh, more people who want to learn about being an entrepreneur, uh, and and giving some of this wisdom that we've learned mm-hmm. and attained ourselves while we're still learning, right. Um, but sitting down with people who just need to, who want to know where to start. So we'll be sitting down with um, entrepreneurs in other cities and, and dropping some gems and some knowledge to them. And, uh, you know, want to get more of those going. And uh, also, 
Hopefully, now that the world is getting back to normal, Nutty is going to be back in these clubs hosting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nutty is back. Nutty is coming in full. It's ugly. We, <laughs> it's it's going to be it's going to be a beautiful thing. So, uh yeah, we got a lot of shit coming. Uh, again, appreciate the love, the support that we've been getting. Um, also, I'm going to take this time right now because someone gave me the dope idea. Shout out to uh, our good friend Ade, who What's gave me the idea to challenge Philip Thomas <laughs> to an R&D <laughs> showdown that we are going to put together on live. That would be dope. I got to, Danny, I got to do some studying. You we know, gotta, Danny. Because I, I can go a, back to the 60s. With I somebody. learned a lot from Danny. So, you know, I got to do some studying. You know, y'all. Y'all, y'all know him as Slow Jam. You know? Y'all need to know this R&B game where it came <laughs> from. <laughs> so, so, you know, even though we, we low-key still have to social distance, we're going to try to hopefully within the next week or two, man, if we can get like – Yeah, we can do it. If we get like 50 people on our live just yeah. to rock out and vibe, man, that would be love. But, yeah, y'all, we're going to do an R&B session – where we, we go back do a and session and have back a and forth. So uh, shout out to uh, Dave for that idea. That is actually a great idea. 20 songs. 20, 20 songs. songs. 20 songs. We can be, we can, you can use groups, solo, male, female, and yeah. we go go at it. Up tempo, slow tempo, as long as it has that R&B love to it. Oh, I'm really about to come with something. We're going to have a good time, man. So, yeah, man, this is the Thank Me the Podcast, man. We love y'all. Be sure to jump on all of our social media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe yes, to sir. Telly. We are on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, um, YouTube. SoundCloud, SoundCloud, YouTube. Everything. Please everything. subscribe. Follow us. We're going to be dropping more vlogs, too. I got a couple that yes. I'll drop. As soon as Phil give me some footage from his side, I gotta start remembering. I'm first. gonna uh, post some stuff. We also probably will have a really dope one after this coming weekend because we're gonna be in SAC. Oh yeah, celebrating our friend's birthday. So Mox that's, birthday. That's gonna be insane. So yeah, we got a lot of shit coming, man. So we appreciate the love, man. This is the Thank Me Later podcast, man. Love y'all. We out of here. Thank me later. Yeah, I know what I said, what I said. but later doesn't always come. So instead.